Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. Alongside Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Chris Kerber, the, the voice of the Blues, is joining us now here on the show, and he is on the call tonight for the Blues scrimmage. That's coming up at 7 o'clock. You'll be able to hear that right here on your home for the Blues, 101 ESPN. Kerbs, always appreciate the time, and i got to imagine this is an exciting time of the year for you. How's it going today? Everything's going well. Uh, just uh, looking forward to seeing how the scrimmage looks tonight. Guys will battle, but after the first couple of days of practice, I think uh, you know. I, I think that this team is—they are fired up and ready to go. I, I can't wait till next week. Curbs, I I wanted to ask you about this scrimmage tonight. What is what are you most interested in finding out about this team tonight? They have some new faces out there. Obviously, we've heard so much about the line combinations in recent days. What for you are you looking for tonight in the scrimmage? Oh, you're just looking for some cleanliness and for some uh, and, and for some some crispness to their game. I, I think the pace of the game is good. I, I don't think. You know, and, and as you've looked at some other scrimmages from around the league, you're not going to see a ton of hitting. You're not going to see a ton of banging. You're not going to. It's not going to be like you're playing a your final preseason game looking for a job against the Chicago Blackhawks. You know, but to that extent, it's just it's getting into the routine of a pace of the changing on the fly of of of, of the bench aspect of things of, of getting hard to the bench. Um, it's it's kind of a, a game unlike a controlled situation of a drill. It's the the chaos situation of a game that will help a Colton Pareko and a Tory Krug understand each other better. Uh, it's, it's the face off on a power play, you know, and, and where they want to go when you're actually defending against somebody trying to block you, that'll help out Ryan O'Reilly and, and Tory Krug, for example. Um, it's, it's getting Marco Scandella in those situations with Justin Falk. If that's the pairing you kind of see. So things along those kind of lines. And then the other thing I'm really looking forward to, is seeing guys like uh, Scott Perunovich and how he looks, you know, when it, it's an NHL body bearing down on him in the corner, albeit a scrimmage. But even in those situations, are you seeing guys with the right on-ice awareness? Are they making the right decisions with the puck? And even if it's not the cleanest play, you would say, okay, well, that's the right play. They'll get sharper, and before too long, that pass will be right on a guy's tape. So those are the kind of things I think you're looking for. And then finally, I think it's uh, – 
you know, the goaltenders have, have stood in net for all these practices have taken and taken a lot of shots. And I think there's no doubt that working these goaltenders up to some endurance uh, speed is, is pretty important here. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how they look tonight too. All right, Curbs. Uh, so my co-host over here had a problem with something that I said yesterday. I got a little hyped up, a little excited after watching Robert Thomas and Mike Hoffman skate with each other. And yesterday I said that, boy, watching those two reminded me an awful lot of what Hall and Oates used to do. Um, and, and I got blasted for that, my buddy. So uh, you're not afraid to call me an idiot if I'm an idiot. Do you think I'm crazy? Uh, I hope you're right. <laughs> But I don't think I would have made that comparison yet. But I love your passion. Is that is that fair? That's 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 fair. That's basically the the Kerber kind way of saying that you're kind of an idiot with that. I understand. That, that's that that that's my polite way of saying <laughs> I think Brandon had a case. <laughs> okay, okay, I understand that. Curbs, though, I, I am curious because I heard Carriker and Smallman talking about this today, uh, talking about, you know, what the weakness is for this Blues team. And, you know, it was a little difficult for them to find something with that. And I tend to agree. It's hard to look at this team and find a weakness right now. Uh, if you were to be asked that question, what would you come up with looking at this Blues roster? Uh, a weakness standpoint, I, I, I would say looking at this roster – um, let, so for the sake of this argument, let's just assume that we're not going to deal with, with it, that, that everybody's healthy, which appears to be the case right now. Okay. Right. So, so, so for me, I, I think, I think uh, aside from just making sure you're getting the goaltending you need, which I think, I think whenever we talk about the game of hockey, we could always probably just make that statement and then move on from it. Right. But I, I would say if there's something that I'm looking for that I think could be, be real, I, let's say two swing pieces to early success of this season. All right. One will be how does Sanford and Cairo, how do they work with Tyler Bozak if that's how it's going to look next Wednesday night in Colorado, right? So I'm, I'm really curious about the next steps being taken by those, those two guys in terms of can they provide the consistent energy the speed of Cairo is critical, and, and and frankly, some production to really enhance that third line, the way a Pat Maroon and a Robert Thomas did. And if they do that, good grief, are you in some great shape. From, if, if, if that happens, even without Tarasenko in the lineup, I think you are as deep as any team in the National Hockey League. I really believe that. I, I, I mean, it, it, people can debate it, but I'm not sure you can argue the fact that uh, you may have some other teams you could say might be as deep, but nobody is deeper. On the defensive side of things, I really think I, I, I like what you're going to see. I, I have little doubt what you're going to see from Pareko and Krug. Um, I, I'm watching Vince Dunn today, the second day, as Panger put it, he's got this escapability to him, right? So I, I, if, if, if Vince Dunn is used in, in a role that really has him skating more with the puck and and breaking out and, and, and a little less limited, I think that's a positive. But if Justin Falk returns to form and bounces back after a tough year, a, a self-proclaimed tough year, even in his own right, from last year, uh, my goodness, is that a huge uh, thing for the St. Louis Blues. That, again, bridges that gap between your top pair and your third pair, and, and I think it's huge. So, I, I to me, those are kind of where I'm looking at as uh, – as the swing points to early season success. We're talking with Chris Kerber, voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN. All right, Kerbs, I wanted to ask you, you know, last year there were 
pretty much what you expected from the Blues is what you got for in terms of their top players. Ryan O'Reilly was tremendous. Perron had a great year. Shin Schwartz, all of that. Yesterday, I was talking with Ferrario, and this is probably not going to surprise you, given what he just said about the Hall & Oates <laughs> comparison, but we were going through what would potentially be a bold prediction, and Ferrario said he thinks that Robert Thomas will finish this year with at least 45, maybe even 50 points on the season. If you were to give a bold prediction for this Blues team, Curbs, what would you go with? Is there a statistical category or a number of wins or whatever it may be? If there's any sort of bold prediction that you could give about this team, what what would it be? Okay, so bold. So so by bold, we're saying something that might surprise us a little bit. Yeah, right? it might surprise us. You know, like um, maybe like it's Thomas Billy and Hoffman turning into Hall and Oates. <laughs> yeah, that would qualify. Um, you know what I. I let's let's okay all right that's it that's a, that's a good question here I'm stalling because I'm thinking um, we do I, it all the time on here a, a bold prediction a bold prediction for me this year is Colton Pareko finishes top five in Norris voting I like it is is, is that a fair one like achievable like and I say that because remember the yeah. NHL Network put out that. And NHL Network put out their top 25 defenseman, and Colton Pareko, I don't believe, was part of it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, or he wasn't uh, He wasn't top 15 or something like that, right? So, um, first off, I'd say that if anybody isn't thinking Colton Pareko isn't in your top 15 defenseman in the National Hockey League, then I'm, I'm not sure you're watching enough games and, and, and you're losing some credibility in my book. So, I'm, I'm going with that route, and, uh, and I think that in this role with what's going to be expected of him, um, I'll I'll go ahead and, and say my bold prediction is Colton Pareko finishes top five in Norris voting. That's an awesome one, Curbs. Hey, my final question for you, you know, we talk an awful lot about Jordan Cairo and the opportunity he has this season, and, of course, guys like Thomas and Hoffman. There's two guys, though, that kind of fly under the radar that at least I haven't heard a lot of people talk about right now, and it's Zach Sanford and Sammy Blay. Sammy Blay, of course, has shown what he can do. Zach Sanford's an intriguing one, Curbs, because as it sits right now, which I know it's only day three of training camp, but he's playing on that third line with Tyler Bozak and Jordan Cairo. And Zach Sanford, at least it seems the hope by the Blues is that he can turn into a, a top six winger for this team moving forward. Okay, so the question ends up being, I think, and I don't know that we have an answer to this yet, but it's almost the way you have seen over the last two years Sanford and Blade be used is you have to ask the question is, are those two interchangeable parts? And so I'll, I'll I back it up to say, what is the role that you're looking for? And Craig Berube wants his team to play a hard, heavy game in the offensive zone, a four checking game where you hang on to the puck. If you don't have a play, you eat it until you do have a play. And to do that, you need some size. You need strength on your skates. You need a strong stick. Um, and, and especially in that third line role, if that's where Zach Sanford right now is slated, that's where you're going to need to see it. I think Zach Sanford uh, has a little more offensive upside. Sammy Blay has proven to be able to put the puck in the net from time to time. So I think it starts with the question of which one of those two guys is going to be able to perform that style of hockey better and on top of that then add some production. And and I think it's a great question, Mark. Um, both guys need to continue to get consistent. Both guys are still young, a couple, few years into their NHL career, so there's plenty of learning curve going in here. There is not a lot of – look, 
and this is look, guys. This is the other advantage of a, of a young of a of an ex, of a winning team in a winning window with experience. You don't have a lot of opportunities to play a guy up. For example, if Vladimir Tarasenko comes back and everybody else stays healthy, do you potentially have a Mike Hoffman on your third line? And then what does that do to a Cairo, a Sanford, or a Blay? So if you are a young guy, and if you're Robert Thomas, you have to be included in this to play in the top six. You have got to bring it every night, and you have got to perform, and you have got to produce to stay in the lineup because that's the makeup of this team. So whichever one of those guys I think gets uh, gets their game in a quicker fashion to the style Barubi needs to see consistently, they are the one that's going to be in the lineup. He's Chris Kerber. You'll hear him tonight on the call, if we're calling it a call, on the on the discussion surrounding the scrimmage uh, with the Blues tonight. That's going to be at 7 o'clock. You'll also hear Joey Vitale and Alex Ferrario coming up at 6 on this week in hockey. Kerbs, can't wait to talk with you again next week as we officially preview the first game of the year. All the best to you and the family. We'll talk with you again soon. Okay, Brandon. Thank you, guys. We'll see you at the rink. Absolutely. That's Chris Kerber, Voice of the Blues, here on 101 ESPN. Can't wait to hear you guys on that call tonight. It's going to be spectacular. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kyle. We'll cross things over coming up next. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise.